I'm John Estru, and this is your Sci-Fi 5. Five minutes of science fiction history for January 14. It's the TV show that wasn't supposed to happen, but did in large part because America couldn't accept that Jamie Summers was dead. The Bionic Woman premiered on this day in 1976. For nearly two seasons, the $6 million man had been bionically running along as a modestly successful show. As it approached the end of its second season, the writing staff found themselves in a bit of a situation, coming up with fresh new ideas for stories that would entertain Six Mill's audience. Enter Kenneth Johnson. As a former producer of The Mike Douglas Show, Johnson transitioned to writing and had scored some credits with a couple of episodes of Adam-12 and the short-lived Griff. The opportunity arose to pitch to Six Mill producer Harve Bennett, and Johnson suggested a love interest for Steve Austin. Entitled Mrs. Steve Austin, the original idea had Jamie Summers as a clairvoyant, but this was quickly changed. The story was originally slated as a one-and-done, with Summers dying at the end of the episode, as per the network's dictates. The two-part introductory episode was the highest-rated installment of the season. More so, fans were shocked at the ending as the girl next door, Jamie Summers, rejects the bionic implants she received in a life-saving operation and dies on the table. But as everyone knows, it's hard to keep a cyborg down. More after this. Hi, Dr. Phil Flox here, also known as John Billingsley. I volunteer for the Hollywood Food Coalition. We serve terrific meals to the unhoused seven nights a week. We assist a hundred nonprofits with their food needs. We work with community partners to address food insecurity in Southern California. If you're in LA, come and volunteer with us at hofoco.org slash volunteer. And any Federation credits you can spare go a long way. The two-part Bionic Woman storyline on The Six Million Dollar Man captured the imagination of America. Viewers loved Lindsay Wagner's girl-next-door quality and were horrified to see her die in the final part. A massive letter-writing campaign prompted the ABC network, Universal, and writer-producer Kenneth Johnson to retcon Jamie's death by saying she was kept alive via a revolutionary cryogenic technique that allowed bionic developer Rudy Wells and his team time to repair the bionic woman. The return of the Bionic Woman kicked off the third season of The Six Million Dollar Man to phenomenal ratings. And ABC was thrilled as the third place network to see such ratings and the effect Lindsay had on their audience. So it only made sense to spin her off into her own series, The Bionic Woman. As with The Six Million Dollar Man, producer Harve Bennett was tasked with putting together the show in a short period of time for a January 1976 premiere. Kenny Johnson came on board as an executive producer and wrote the premiere two-parter that saw Jamie return to her hometown of Ojai, California, where she settled down as a school teacher while occasionally taking a clandestine OSI mission. The first season was not without its issues in production. Lindsay Wagner found herself in an accident early on in the series, halting production for a couple of weeks as she recovered and forcing the ABC network to fill in the gaps with episodes of the Linda Carter series Wonder Woman. Over the course of three seasons, Jamie Summers reconnected with her love, Steve Austin, 
while battling Bigfoot and Fembots, only to be separated again when ABC canceled the show in its second season. NBC picked up the show and introduced another bionic being in the form of Max, a bionic German shepherd. But you can't keep a good bionic woman down, as she reunited with Steve in a series of movies in the 90s that eventually saw the bionic couple married. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for January 14th. Find more Bionic stories on the OSI Files podcast on Facebook at OSI Files. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.